0: Well, I'm sure there are some of you that wondered if you listened on Friday or, or over the weekend, why didn't I say anything about the, the ruling that was handed down by the Supreme Court? Well, I'll tell you in just a moment why. Believe me, I do have something to say. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Beerman. Well, the real reason I never had a chance to mention it to you on Friday is very simple. I had to have the program ready early. As many of you know, we're taking care of some medical issues. So we're recording the program sometimes even a day in advance and uh, to accommodate the scheduling and things that are going on. So by the time I had the radio program done and distributed, the ruling came out. So it was too late to to discuss it on Friday but perhaps it was a good thing because it's given me some time to to think it through and and not just given an, an immediate knee-jerk reaction I want to give you my thoughtful response on what we saw happen on on Friday now there are a lot of people on both sides of this issue that are completely misinformed and saying things that are blatantly not true and are rather silly and stupid on the surface. For example, I have a number of, let me make it very clear. I am pro life. I'm an adoptee. I'm 67. Had abortion been legal in 1953, I would be dead. I wouldn't be here. This said, we'll say that right up front. I would not be here. And I've really enjoyed my life, and I'm thankful for every precious moment that I've been given. But there are a lot of pro-life people that are so clueless about today's news and headlines and current events. I I am just, I'm shocked. I am absolutely mortified how ignorant some people on the conservative and pro-life side actually are. They're rejoicing. Abortion just ended in America. Really? You really believe that's what happened? And people still do. All day Friday, I would have these people that I thought were, I, I hope had known better, saying, Roe v. Wade is gone. Yay. Let's praise our Lord and, and, and it's be thankful that the curse of God is off our nation because abortion is ended in America. This is what I was reading. Nothing could be farther from the truth. That is not true at all. Abortion did not end in the United States at all on Friday with that ruling. All that happened, and by the way, all those on the leftist side screaming that abortion ended. on friday they're lying to you too and i but i think they know they're lying their lies the difference we have ignorance well-meaning people that are spouting ignorance and then you have vile people spouting lies so they have a reason to riot and burn loot cause mayhem chaos and fear and that's what they're going to do trust me on that one biden Intellectually bankrupt, morally bankrupt, spiritually bankrupt, and now mentally compromised, Joe Biden made this horrific lie. Today, the Supreme Court of the United States expressly took away a constitutional right from the American people that it had already recognized. They didn't limit it. They simply took it away that's never been done to a right so important to so many Americans. But they did it. It's a sad day for the court and for the country. So there's Joe Biden reading off a teleprompter script, those words, about 30 seconds worth, that the Supreme Court took away a constitutional right. How dare they? It's a lie. It is an absolute lie. The Supreme Court Never did that. What the Supreme Court actually did, and I'm speaking strictly from a legal and constitutional point of view, no more, no less. Remember, I had a grandmother that wanted me to be an attorney. And had she had her way, um, I would have stayed away from the radio business and either gone into the ministry or become a lawyer. So let's look at it strictly from a a legal point of view ever since 1972 when this case came before the Supreme Court of the United States and then the ruling in 73 there has been a misunderstanding many legal scholars question how did the Supreme Court create this right out of the Constitution it doesn't exist it's not covered in the Constitution. And see, federal government, the federal government of the United States, has been systematically for over 100 years, probably more than that, has tried to grow its influence over the states in immense and very, very nefarious and large ways. The Founding Fathers envisioned Various states having the majority of the day-to-day, let's say, relationship with the public. The federal government was not really supposed to have that much direct intervention into your daily life or mine if you live here in the United States. It was an entity of the states where they would gather together for their common defense to ensure that no state would violate the agreed-upon Constitution of the United States and all the, of all of their constitutions and laws would be in conformance to the Constitution. And the truth of the matter is, and a lot of people don't understand this, the federal government is supposed to be extremely limited. If the, if the founding fathers had heard the term, we're going to have a Department of Education, They would have been ballistic and written that into the Constitution to make sure it didn't happen. We have more agencies at the federal level that were never envisioned by the founding fathers. Now, perhaps we could agree that some are good, but a lot of them, I think, are not that good. The primary responsibility of the United States government is to guarantee fairness in our laws equal protection under the law and the Constitution and our common defense. Everything else is supposed to be left up to the states. And so what happened in 1972 is the justices at that time, the majority, they carved out and created a never before known right in the Constitution that somehow The Founding Fathers really intended to include abortion in in, in guaranteed rights. And so they they stuck it in there. And the argument for the past 49 years has been, this is constitutionally inept. It It doesn't pass the smell test. But it had become, for the most part, established law in the United States. So enough said on that. What happened on Friday was writing a Supreme Court ruling that was unconstitutional to begin with. Should never have been made. And all it did was return it all back to the states. Now the states get to decide on this issue. So for those of my friends that were saying, oh, wow, let's be so thankful abortion just ended today. No, it did not in about half the states in this country, abortion will still be absolutely legal. And in some states like New York, in some states like Massachusetts, in some states like California, Oregon, Washington, and many, many others, Illinois, abortion will go into hyperdrive. There'll be more babies slaughtered in those states than ever before, why? because a whole new cottage industry is about to be created to make sure that that young girl in Mississippi or that young lady in South Carolina or Alabama or Arkansas can be put on a bus or a plane to a state that will welcome her and ensure that she can have a taxpayer funded abortion. You watch it. Mark my words, it will happen. It'll happen rather quickly. Let's be honest. Many states have restricted abortion for the past several years. And in those states, we don't see big news stories. Nobody says a whole lot about it. We're all focused on Roe versus Wade. Those young women are being transported to states that will provide them an abortion. It's been going on. It'll continue to go on. The sin of abortion is still a stain on America. Just because your state will make it illegal has not changed the hearts of those that want one in your state. And they will still get one. It is still a national disgrace. And so Joe Biden claiming it's a constitutional right is fraudulent, irresponsible, but to be expected from the most incompetent president this country has ever had to suffer through. He will go down in history as the downfall of the United States. And don't believe for a minute you're going to fix it in November. Oh yeah, Bob, we're going to get all the right people in office. You see it. We're going to get it all done in, in November and it'll all be good again and then we'll get Trump back in 2024, or maybe Ron DeSantis, and then the country's going to be godly again, and we're all going to be going to church, we're all going to be happy and free. If you believe that, you're a fool. I've told you before, Satan will take two steps forward, and he might give you one step back. But he's still progressing us toward hell. And if you can't see it, Uh, You need to get your eyes open. This is the problem. And then the other side is claiming that abortion ended. No, it didn't. They're the ones that are protesting, screaming. They want dead babies. This is the spirit of Antichrist. I'm going to be as clear as I can. This is the spirit of Antichrist in this world today. Ancient God Moloch. I could probably do a whole dissertation on this, but I'm I'm just going to keep it brief and to the point. Highly forbidden in the Bible. Why? I really believe the reason it is is forbidden. And you have to understand, across the centuries, elements of Moloch worship entered into the courts of Israel and were highly condemned. And this is what a lot of people don't understand. This is an Antichrist, demonically run, let's just call it for what it is, religion. And I really believe those that, that are the teachers and leaders of Moloch back in the day were absolutely demonically possessed. And that same spirit of Moloch, that same spirit of Antichrist, has infested the left in this country. Moloch worship absolutely required infant sacrifice and I've mentioned this before you can do the research they used to get together to to burn these babies alive they would get their their Moloch God and they had an oven in it and they would get it hotter than till it was glowing red and they would lay these children in the arms of this burning idol and it would burn to death and screaming and pain and the people just laughed and danced and sang to shut down the crying and the screaming and the agony. In the modern era, the Moloch worshippers of death, you can't hear the screams anymore as these children are butchered in the womb and sacrificed. So it is still the spirit of of an ancient pagan satanic god that is possessed These individuals. And so Joe Biden claiming that I've got my rosary in my pocket, Catholic. I hope that plastic rosary burns a hole in your pants. You're a phony and a fraud. You're a non-believer. If you believe abortion is of God, you are not of God. You are not of the kingdom. You will never stand in his presence unless you repent. And the fact that the Roman Catholic Church will not deal with him and excommunicate him and tell him to his face that he is wrong and he is bound for hell shows that they are a weak church with no value anymore. They have nothing to offer if they cannot offer the truth and if they can't speak the truth. I'm done. I am through with these phony Catholics and their pro-life stuff when they don't mean it at the top. When the top doesn't care, when the top will do the photo ops with a Nancy Pelosi, these cardinals, these bishops, and all smiley with Nancy Pelosi, one bishop had the courage to deny her communion. And others have have caved to Satan and allow her to have it. And this fraudulent pope remains silent. Sorry, I may have offended somebody. But until that is dealt with, until that is dealt with, I don't want to hear a word from the Roman Catholic Church on anything. If you cannot deal with this, you are incapable of dealing with anything of importance. Get it done. Say it. Be honest. And of course, not to be outdone by Biden, Speaker of the House, Nancy, I love my dead babies, Pelosi, had to make her statement too. Oh, and I'm a good Catholic, Pelosi too. Yes, I'm a good Catholic, but I really believe that that babies should be killed in the womb because mothers want to do it. And this is what she had to say. Listen to this. I'm going to call her. I'm going to call it as I see it. She's a demonically possessed woman to say what she is about to
1: say today. The Republican-controlled Supreme Court has achieved their dark extreme goal of ripping away women's woman's right to make their own dis- reproductive health decisions. Because of Donald Trump, Mitch McConnell, and the Republican Party, their supermajority in the Supreme Court, American women today have less freedom than their mothers. With Roe, In their attempt to destroy it, radical Republicans are charging ahead with their crusade to criminalize health freedom.
0: Now, there's a big whopper of a lie, several of them. Let's go real quick. First one, criminalize health freedom. (laughs) You're the same reprobate party that demanded that people, you know, it was your president biden that wanted to force every company with over a hundred employees to demand that their employees get the vaccine the unproven experimental if you die if you get sick it's on you vaccine or lose your job you're the ones that criminalized health freedom you're the ones that wanted to demand vaccine passports so don't give me this malarkey about health freedom you liar you absolute liar how dare you get on tv every day and do your little press conferences and lie to the american people but you are a silent satanically demonically possessed being there's no doubt about it you've sold your office out for how many millions how much information have you given to your drunken husband who had a car wreck drunk So you can make millions of dollars and fly back and forth from San Francisco? You know, when when your husband gets some public service time from his drunk driving, maybe he should be cleaning up the poop on the streets of San Francisco for a few weeks. You seem to embrace that. So no, it's not about health, freedom. It's about killing babies. That's what it really comes down to. Do you understand this? Are you following what I'm saying? This woman is pure evil. The, her entire district votes for an evil reprobate. It's like voting for a demon to go into the House of Representatives and be in charge. Now that was not. If that wasn't bad enough, she continued.
1: What this means to women is such an insult. It's a slap in the face to women about using their own judgment to make their own decisions about their reproductive freedom. And again, it goes well. I always have said the termination of a pregnancy is just their opening act. It's just their front game. But, because, but behind, it, behind it, and for years, I have seen in this Congress opposition to any family planning, domestic or global when we have had those discussions and those debates and those votes on the floor of the House. This is deadly serious, but we are not going to let this pass. A woman's right to choose reproductive freedom is on the ballot in November. We cannot allow them to take charge so that they can institute their goal which is to criminalize reproductive freedom, to criminalize it.
0: Okay, I, I couldn't play all of what she had to say because it would just get me even more angry than I am. The woman is insane. The woman is possessed. The woman is a liar. The woman should be excommunicated from the Roman Catholic Church if the Roman Catholic Church truly believes in their own doctrine and what they say about the life issue. And that goes for every Democrat in any government anywhere in the world who claims to be a Roman Catholic that is pro-choice and funds abortions. And I mean, look, this is the woman that wants to have taxpayer funded. And then she has the audacity to talk about health care. You know, you're the party that about, oh, I don't know, a little over 10 years ago, destroyed the health care system in the United States. I'm having to deal with it today, Miss Pelosi, for the damage you and President Obama and your party single handedly did. Quick little side note. When I first had to go to the emergency room, I was I've been telling you about a health issue and I'll get to that later on in the program. I don't want to deal with it now, but I'll just say this. We came to the emergency room, and you have all these things you have to do now. You didn't have to do before Obamacare came along. What a mess. What a disaster. And this young doctor, a very good doctor, I might add, came in, and first words out of his mouth, he said, you know, our health care system is broken. And I, and I said, yep, and the government did it. He said, yep, exactly. So for you to even talk about the word health care, for those words to drip out of your mouth, to me is just vulgar. You single-handedly destroyed health care while your people in the House and the Senate and the government get better health care than we can get. See, you may not know this, but see, Nancy Pelosi is exempt from Obamacare. They have House of Representative Care, which is first class. You know, it's designed for royalty. So I don't want to hear her talk about health care at all. You know, this is the same Nancy Pelosi when this mega thousands of page bill came before the Congress and people wanted to know, okay, so how is this going to impact health care? This is what she had to say then.
1: But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it.
0: Yeah, Nancy, we now know what is in it. You single handedly found out a way to make health care miserable just real I, I don't want to go down this rabbit hole but just give me about 30 40 seconds okay back in 2002 3 and 4 my late wife was diagnosed with cancer and we knew it was going to be a tough battle because of the type of cancer the odds were not going to be that great and there was probably about a about a 50% chance of a bad outcome over several years We knew that going in. And from the day that she detected the problem, the lump on her breast, to getting a specialist, to getting the surgery, to getting the chemotherapy, to getting everything that she needed, there was none of this weight, none of this nonsense, none of this. It was just a smooth process. We just went to one place, and we went to the other, and nobody was screaming at us for all of these cards and IDs. It was a whole different world. And my health insurance, because I was technically self-employed at the time, was affordable. And it covered it. And I didn't have to wait for these, these stupid referrals all over the place. And, well, we give me an example right now. I'm having a health issue. I need to see a urologist. Try to find one. You know, I had one that said, we can see you in October. I've got a major problem going on now. I can't wait till October. Or we're not taking new patients. And you find out the paperwork nightmares they have to go through, the hurdles, the hoops of the 20-some-odd-thousand-page idiotic bill this demonic woman helped push through the House of Representatives. It got passed by one vote, signed by Obama. And for all of you Republicans that vote for stupid, pathetic rhinos, these are phony Republicans. You know I'm talking about. Oh, they they, they speak a good game when they're running for election. That includes Lindsey Graham. He'll stab you in the back. He just did on the gun rights. He stabs you in the back about half the time, and you let him do it. Liz Cheney. Liz Cheney is a warmonger's daughter who loves her daddy's politics, who I detest. You know, I supported those people back in the early 2000s, but as time has gone by, the truth and the light of truth has come out. We were snookered and had back then, if you didn't know it. So to listen to people like Joe Biden, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer talking about medical freedom is laughable. These reprobates are trying to force you to take an experimental and we now know dangerous vaccine. They're still wanting you to take a vaccine that they now know for a fact will not stop the spread or you getting COVID-19. But you got to take it anyway. And nobody knows the long-term effect. We also know there's been a lot of fudging going on on the numbers to get this garbage approved to begin with. Follow the money. We'll talk about that maybe later this week. But not to be outdone, let us take a little time to pay a, about a minute and a half visit to our neighbor to the north. Oh, Canada, our home and native land. Good old Justin Trudeau, the man-child of Canada. The World Economic Forum trained Justin Trudeau, something Justin T. Castro, but I digress. This man has the audacity, like Nancy Pelosi, to be talking about freedoms, medical freedoms. (laughs) In his country, medical freedoms, you got to be kidding. Vaccination passports, shut it all down, stay home, starve, whatever. Justin Trudeau, and he has the audacity to make criticism of the United States with the way that he's abused and misused his people. His people have been fed nothing but lies and propaganda for decades, and they become nothing but sheep for the most part. Well, I know a few of them up there in Canada as my that are my friends and listeners to this program. You can see through all the nonsense. But you know how many people, because of your health care system, are so dependent upon it, they dare not speak against the government. Especially doctors, they'll lose their job. And so, this is what Justin Trudeau, uh, the believer now suddenly in medical freedom, had to say about the Supreme Court ruling this past Friday.
2: Today's a difficult day. The judgment coming out of the United States is an attack on women's freedom, and quite frankly, it's an attack on everyone's freedoms and rights. I me to be really, really clear. In Canada, we will always defend women's rights to choose and continue to work to expand uh, access to the full range of reproductive health and services uh, across the country. But today, I think of those generations of women around the world and specifically in the United States who fought so hard to gain rights and continue to fight today to get more and more rights because there's still so much more work to do and are facing this devastating setback. It shows how much standing up and fighting for rights matters every day, that we can't take anything for granted, That we need to continue to stand strong to defend everybody's rights and freedoms in Canada and Canada where we are here internationally, standing up internationally as well, which Canada will do, whether it's uh, fighting for women's rights here in Africa or supporting people fighting for their rights in the United States and elsewhere.
0: Justin, you are a pathetic liar, and you're not even a good one. You just had medical tyranny for how many, oh, months in your country? How many people lost their jobs because of you? How many people have their bank accounts frozen for daring to protest you or support protesters in the truck convoy? You invoked Emergency Powers Act to steal medical freedom and you have the audacity to get in front of a camera and talk about medical freedom and we have to stand up and fight? The Canadians need to remove you from office. There needs to be a vote of no confidence and send you and your ilk You have destroyed a once wonderful nation. You're a land of idiots now. That are just... I know I have friends in Canada, but you're run by idiots. You're run by reprobates. You're run by people that don't care about you. They love their power. They love their dominion over you. And you've allowed it to happen. And here in the United States, you speak out against an election. You get to be a political prisoner with no bail in a D.C. jail. And these same people, Biden, Pelosi, Trudeau, Chuck Schumer, and countless other reprobates have the gall. Yeah, and I'm even thinking about Adam Schiff, the perpetual liar. The man has never told the truth. He doesn't know how to. He'd rather climb a tree to tell a lie than stand on the ground and tell you the truth. I don't want to hear about medical freedom and choice. When these same reprobates are demanding you surrender yours to an experiment, to a lie, I've got a guy I'm going to be trying to get on the program who's really dug into all the politics of this pandemic. It, 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 it's eye-opening. And I plan on getting into some other topics that are really sensitive and very dangerous to get into, but we're going to do it. We have to. On the other side of the break, I'll give you a quick medical update and also... Some of the thoughts that I'm I'm tossing around, some ideas about the radio program and its future and, and things that we can do to really help keep you informed. Now, July is almost here. And once again we have to pay the airtime radio bill. Some people suggest I should add, you know, maybe WBCQ or another radio station. Frankly, we don't have the funds to do it. I wish we did. But if you can consider supporting us financially, make a check payable to Ancient Word Radio. Ancient Word Radio and the mailing address is Truth to Ponder 5753 Highway 85 North number 3248 5753 Highway 85 North number 3248 the city is Crestview Crestview, Florida and the zip code in Crestview is 32536 that's 32536 find out more at the website Truth, the number 2 ponder.com
3: this is Truth to Ponder with Bob Beerman. The Capital Event, coming up. Shalom Aleichem, this is the nice Jewish boy, Jonathan Khan, your Jewish connection, bringing you the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Now get your pen out as fast as you can, so you don't miss out on receiving a special free gift you're going to get and love in a moment. Now, why did Messiah die and rise in Jerusalem? Well, Jerusalem is the capital city. The capital city is the center. It's the center of Israel. Jerusalem is the center of everything Jewish. It is the center of the law. It's the center of the worship of God. It was the center of the offerings and sacrifices and gifts. It was the center of the priesthood. It was the center of everything. Jerusalem was connected to every part of Israel because it was the center. And every part of Israel was connected to Jerusalem there. Jerusalem is the center of world news. It's the center of world history. It's the center of really everything. Jerusalem is the capital city so why did messiah die in jerusalem and rise in jerusalem because jerusalem is the center and messiah is the central figure of world history and of eternity jerusalem is the central place so the the death and resurrection of messiah took place in the central city because it is the central event of eternity it's the central fact so it's got to be the center of our lives it took place in jerusalem to tell us it's the center It's got to be the center of our hearts. You can't center your life on movements or things or new doctrinal teachings. There's only one center, Messiah and him crucified and him risen because it all happened in Jerusalem. Jerusalem tells you what's in the center, whatever's there. That's the center. So what's in the center? Calvary because it's the center. Come back to Calvary because when the center becomes your center, then everything else in your life will fall into place. While more asked for the Jerusalem miracle. Now, The free gift for you, the mystery hidden for 2,000 years in the sands of Israel, the awesome mystery of the temple doors, you'll love it, and sapphires, your daily spiritual vitamin supply for victorious life in God. So how do you get these gifts free? Easy. Just remember Jesus' real Hebrew name, Yeshua, and you dial it. That's it. So just call one 800 Yeshua 1, to receive your free gifts, you will be blessed. But call now that's 1 800 YESHUA1. Now, I invite you to minister with me in bringing the gospel back to the people who gave it to you and also to blanket the earth with salvation. Imagine you could do that. Well, you can through Shorewave Radio, it's like the farthest way you'll ever touch the world for the gospel. How? Just call 1-800-YESHUA-1. That's Y-E-S-H-U-A-1. Or well, write me direct. Here's how. Let's write to the nice Jewish boy, Box 1111, Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. That's the nice Jewish boy, Box 1111, Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 076-44. Well, until next time, this is Jonathan Kahn saying, Come back to the center, my friend. Shalom Alechem, Peace be to you, my friend. In Messiah. Yeshua Tenu, our salvation.
0: This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome back to a very busy part two of your program, Truth to Ponder on this Monday. And I'm your host, Bob Bierman. I think I I spent enough time in the first segment. On what happened in the United States this past Friday, the only other thing that I'm going to add, and this is very, very quick, very, very brief, I expect a very unrestful month of July and August and September and October all the way to the midterm elections because of this rule protesters by the thousands are going to hit the streets all over the united states demanding you know it's going to be funny we're not going to hear one thing about vaccine mandates between now and november you want to know why because now the democrats are going to be the champions of medical freedom they're about to lie to you again i fear for the life of the justices of the supreme court of the united states when people you know it's funny Maxine Waters the complete idiot from California I think she's got a mental illness or she's demonically possessed it's got to be one or the other multi-millionaire black woman representing one of the poorest districts in, in the LA area and she was never always that rich until she got into politics so she's cashed in like a lot of them do And she's the one that screams insurrection if you dare challenge an election. But now she openly made this statement.
2: You see this turnout here? You ain't seen nothing yet. Women are going to control their bodies no matter how they try and stop us. The hell with the Supreme Court. We will defy them. Women will be in control of their bodies. And if they think black women are intimidated or afraid, they got another thought coming. Black women will be out in droves. We will be out by the thousands. We will be out by the millions. We're going to make sure we fight for the right to control our own bodies.
0: So there you have Maxine Waters, Democrat from California who is one of those that screams the loudest when anybody protests against the thing she believes in as being insurrectionist or incorrigible or they need to shut up or sit down. When it comes to mask mandates and vaccine passports and mandates, she's all for them. But when it comes to killing your baby, man, oh, yes, we demand to have our rights. We demand to have autonomy over our bodies how dare you even think of telling us what to do and now we're going to have between now and the election mark my words protesters by the hundreds of thousands all well organized nationwide there's going to be nights of rage everywhere things are going to be burned looted it's going to look like an insurrection kind of like it did in portland oregon or seattle washington where nobody's really been arrested challenge an election even say you do even even be near the capitol building there are people under arrest under charges right now being held without bail that caused no damage Injured nobody. And then you got liars like her saying, you know, five people died during that insurrection and we must remember the five that died. That's a lie. The police officer that allegedly died, died after a day later of a stroke unrelated to anything that he had done. Oh, they tried to find a way to make that stick, but it didn't work. Three others that were not even in the Capitol or anywhere near it, suffered medical events. Now, if you work in emergency management like I did, you understand that means something like a heart attack or a stroke. When you have a group of 250,000 people, stop and think. If you lived in a city or a county of 250,000 people, how many people might on a given day suffer a cardiac event, and die. Mm, About two or three a day, on average. Imagine being at a place and under the stress and all you've done in D.C. to bring on that uh, silent killer heart attack. And so, three people died of unrelated medical events, a police officer died the next day of a stroke, we found out after his body had been laid in the Capitol Rotunda as a, as a martyr and victim of the insurrection. It was all a bunch of bull, a bunch of baloney, a big fat lie. All of it. We find out after the theatrical event and the photo op, he died of a natural stroke and he was going to have it regardless of what had happened the day before. The only one that actually died in the insurrection was an unarmed protester shot by a Capitol Hill police officer who's an absolute coward. She was unarmed, about half his size, and he just shot her. She posed no threat. But see, he's a hero. See, this is the reprobate, satanic, demonically possessed Democrat Party of the United States of America today your party was hijacked first by leftist and lunatics and now by Satanist and demonically possessed people. And I'm not saying that to be funny. I'm dead serious. I'm absolutely serious. And so you can look forward to protest all around the United States. I don't know why they want to protest in New York city. Because New York State is going to be a sanctuary for abortion. Why protest there? Why bother? Why protest in Oregon, Washington, or California? You guys are going to be the abortion capitals of the United States. Illinois. There's no need to protest in Chicago. Because Mayor Lightfoot is going to do everything in her power to put the welcome mat out for anybody seeking an abortion from Arkansas, Mississippi, Missouri, you name it. It's going to be a cottage industry if you don't see it. This is the world today in which we live. And I think a lot of people, you know, the, the two-facedness, the double standard, they, they don't care. They, just get, they, they figure you're too stupid to know that they lied to you. They're, they think you're too stupid to remember what they said last week or last month or last year. They figure you're too lazy to pull up the video or the audio of what they said then. And these are the people that we have elected into the highest offices of our land. And we wonder why the northern part of Virginia is, a, is just full of weirdness. Okay, I'm, I'm done with that topic. You know it's coming. And we'll, we'll, we'll chronicle it as we go through. Now, there's some other news stories out there. You know, I'm going to be so glad when Thursday comes, last day of the month. I'll be glad when Friday is here, July 1st. You want to know why? It'll be the end of this silly pride month when every company in the country goes rainbow gay. They all celebrate gayness as it's something better than anything else out there. I can remember, let's go back to 2015, when out of the blue, the Supreme Court then decided that same-sex marriage was a wonderful idea. Now, I've got mixed emotions and opinions on that one. I am dead set against it. As a pastor, I would never in a million years do it in my church, Permit it in my church, and any minister that did would be disfellowshipped and thrown out of the church body that I represent. I can't tell people what they can do with their own personal lives. I, I respect that in the Constitution. I find it an anathema, and, you know, so I, I've got my mixed emotions. It's wrong, it's evil, and, I, and like I say. But the Episcopal Church, which is an apostate church now, they're, they're full of Satan, not full of God and the Holy Spirit. The same is true with the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America with their gay pastorettes with their rainbow stoles and tattoos preaching a false fake phony unbiblical gospel a Jesus that never existed denying even the virgin birth and the resurrection it's all about social justice warriors you know and I'm just sick of it I've had I've had enough but here we are Pride month you know there was a time my father, Right after December 7th, 1941, he was a young man, not quite even 17 years old. And he was 16 years old when that happened. He was several months away from his birthday. And from the time of that attack on December 7th, we entered World War II first to fight the Japanese. And we jumped right into Europe. And my father pestered my grandparents for hours and days and weeks to be allowed to enlist as his birthday gift when he turned 17 because you could join the armed forces at 17 if you had your parents' written consent. And that's how my father celebrated his birthday, enlisting into the armed forces. Because of the German surname, they decided he would go to the Marines and off to Paris Island he went. Many others were in the United States Navy and they were fake. And, you know, back then, the United States Navy, I know people laugh about it today. You know, the Air Force, you know, these are people in the Air Force will understand this. They have good food. You know, they dine like, you know, it's royalty compared to the other ones with their MREs. But But the truth is, World War II, the Navy. They were facing the Japanese. They they were losing ships. People were dying. Look what happened at Pearl Harbor. Over 2,000 died that Sunday morning. And these young people, this ill-equipped Navy, went on to take on the Japanese Navy, the largest in the world at the time. These were men. Young boys that became men very quickly to do a man's job. Today's Navy, under the Joint Chiefs of Staff that we have now, all complete unfit-for-duty individuals. Every one of them. Every one of them needs to be fired. They're a bunch of leftists, lunatics. Lloyd. Lloyd Austin. What a... What a buffoon. Lloyd Austin is a total idiot and buffoon who knows nothing about what he's doing. You poke the bear of Russia, we're going to be in a war if we're not careful with these idiots. And you know what the biggest concern has been for the United States Navy? (laughs) I'm sure some of you have seen this. I know some of you can't. I'm only going to play a few seconds of this audio. This was one of the silliest, stupidest, dumbest looking videos I've ever seen. And it comes from the United States Navy, and this is what people in the Navy are being required to watch and to believe. This is the United States Navy today. Hi, my name is
1: Johnny, and I use he, him pronouns.
2: Hi, and I'm Conchi, and I use she, her pronouns.
1: And we're here to talk about pronouns. pronouns.
2: What is a pronoun? A pronoun is how we identify ourselves apart from our name, and it's also how people refer to us in conversations.
1: Using the right pronouns is a really simple way to affirm someone's identity. It is a signal of acceptance and respect.
2: If it's a signal of acceptance and respect, how do we go about creating a safe space for everybody?
1: That's a good question. A really good way to do that is to use inclusive language. Instead of saying something like, hey guys, you can say, hey everyone, or hey team.
3: Yeah,
2: and now that you say that, another way that we could show that we're allies and that we accept everybody is to maybe include our pronouns in our emails or, like we just did, introduce ourselves.
0: I'm sorry, I can't take one more second of this absolute foolishness, silliness, and pandering nonsense from the United States Navy. Whatever happened to the United States Navy? Listen, Pride Month, I'll be glad when you're gone.
3: And
0: yes, can sell the it's an Yes, you can put your Once again, today's world leftist leaders celebrate Pride Month. Homosexuality, same-sex marriage, same-sex adopting kids, which I think is an abomination before God. That's just my opinion. You can disagree. And you're welcome to let me know how much, and I'll share with you why I disagree. And it's more than just a biblical reason. It's a natural reason. Children need a mom and a dad. We've learned that over 50, 60 years. Take the dad out of the household, you get the nonsense going on today. Enough on that. Thank the Lord this month is coming to an end. You know, it's not a coincidence that June used to be the month of brides. Remember that? We used to think in terms of marriages in June. And that was a tradition that had, you know, come on board over over the centuries. But now it's been replaced by Pride Month. You don't hear much about June brides anymore. It's gone. Because marriage is not that important in a lot of people's lives either. I've got one other story, and I want to show you just how far, just how far we have slid in our medical system and in our society and in our world. And I read this story, and it absolutely breaks my heart. It just breaks my heart. The story came out over the weekend. And the story comes from nearby Tennessee. We're currently in Virginia, not far from the Tennessee line and not far from North Carolina in that extreme southwest corner right now. And this story, as I say, it is an absolute and total heartbreaker. And it comes from Robbie Starbuck, who is running for for Congress in the state of Tennessee And he writes that a six-month-old baby is being denied, listen carefully, being denied a heart transplant at Vanderbilt unless his parents vaccinate that child against COVID-19. COVID-19. This to me is absolutely unbelievable. This baby is only six months of age. His heart is failing. By the way, people have heart issues, especially males, because of this vaccine. So this reprobate idiot of a doctor who ought to have his license pulled, if you are going to this doctor, you need to he needs to be fired. Is he so afraid of the rona that the little baby's gonna give him the rona into operating room? Is he that is he that paranoid? Is he that mentally ill, this doctor? that he won't do this surgery unless this six-month-old baby with a bad heart is vaccinated against COVID-19. His name, just so you know. I want everybody to know who this reprobate idiot, murderous person, he wants this baby dead. This vaccine, we don't know what it's going to do to a six-month-old. We also know that data has been played with And the FDA follow the money, the CDC, a mere shadow of its former self, how disgusting. His name is David W. Burl. MD David W. Burl. That name is spelled B E A R L David W. Burl. Assistant Professor no less. He's a professor. The state needs to get rid of him. Assistant pe- professor of pediatrics, cardiology, medical director, pediatric, ventricular assistant device program, doctor's office, blah, 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 blah. David W. Burl. By the way, here's his email address if you need it. David dot W dot Burl E-A-R-L David.W.Burl B-E-A-R-L at V-U-M-C Like Vanderbilt University Medical Center V as in Victor, U as in University M as in Medical, C as in Center.org David.W.Burl at vum co O R G. And if you don't use email, I do have a phone number. Phone number is area code 615. 615. Number is 322. 7447. Area code 615. 322. 7447. This clown They're refusing even on the medical, they're refusing on religious grounds. The parental rights, you know, do no harm. Yeah, and then you have all these morons in DC and all over the country, we need bodily autonomy. The government cannot say what we can do with our bodies. But this doctor thinks he can demand, and by the way, he's using the term, he is mandating this child be vaccinated or he refuses to do the surgery and the baby will die. Does this anger you as much as it angers me? You know, we have this this whole class of, of the mass COVIDians, the cult of COVID, that are worshiping the vaccine as their v- sacrament. The vaccine is like their baptism. Without it, they can't be saved or something. I don't know. And we find out the vaccine doesn't stop you from getting or spreading COVID-19. Is this doctor afraid this little infant on an operating table during surgery is going to give him the Rona? Fire him. Dispose of him. Pull his license. Let him work at a 7-Eleven asking, do you want a bigger slushy? And he can wear his face mask and his goggles and, st- and his gloves and stand behind the plexiglass there and live in constant fear. I'm done with these people and this scam-demic listen our time is about to get away medical update not much to report trying to find a urologist to take care of a problem i told you before i have a very large amount of blood in the urine and it's not comfortable it's not easy so your prayers are appreciated we're still trying to sell our house in georgia with the economy going south who knows what's going to happen there the month of july is coming can you help us stay on the air Would you make a check payable to Ancient Word Radio, Ancient Word Radio, and mail it to Truth to Ponder, 5753 Highway 85 North, 5753 Highway 85 North, number 3248, that's number 3248 in Crestview, Florida, 32536, that's Crestview, Florida, And the zip code is three, two, five, three, six. This has been truth to ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, truth,
3: the number two, and the word ponder.com. That's truth, the number two, ponder.com. Truth to ponder, shining the light of truth in a darkening world.